Welcome to When Love Aligns Podcast, where alignment, love, and relationships live. I am Paul Bache Williams, a licensed clinical social worker and psychotherapist. I'm also the blessed husband of Tara Gates Williams. And I am Tara Gates Williams, brand expert, mother, daughter, sister, good old girlfriend, and the blessed wife of Paul Bache Williams. Let's talk about how we first met. Wait, is this, this going to be an origin story, babe? Yeah, this is going to be the origin, origin story. story. They, they need to know how we met. I know we told this before, but let's talk about it. Yeah. It was February 2019. Yes. We were both previously on a show. Um, Love Dish. Love Dish. Shout out to Kay. Yes. And we were invited back as it was a new season launching, and we were supposed to be panelists. Yeah. And I know you like to go into your... You almost didn't make it. So go ahead and tell your wow. you wow. almost didn't make it story. Go wow. Ahead. See how they tell you do? <laughs> no, I, the night of the um, the the panel for the, the season three or something launch of the show, um, it was freezing cold again in February. Raining. Um, raining. So black ice on the roads, all of that. And it started at seven, I believe. Well, we had to be there at seven. And I literally was still in the bed under my covers at 6.15. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. my head, like, how can I not go? Like, it was a Monday too, right? Uh, I want to say, I think it may, well, I I may it have was been a, Monday I, or Tuesday. I know for me, it was one of my long days, and I was hesitant on going. But I was like, let me just go ahead and yeah. see it through. Yeah. Like I said, you know, I was laying. I was like, let me stop being lazy. I made a commitment to Kay. I love her to death. Like, let me get out of this bed. Um, Because sometimes the bed choke puts a chokehold on you. (laughs) But so I got up, uh, got ready, 20 minutes, headed that way and got there. And um, when I arrived, I went and sat at the bar just to waste some time to kind of wait, wait for the panel to everything to get started. Yeah, I got there a little late, too, Mm -hmm. uh, because I was coming all the way from the other side of town. (laughs) Yeah. And again, I was really struggling with whether or not I was going to show up. But, again, I wanted to see it through. There was an opportunity to really uh, push my book out and everything. So I was like, let me, let me follow through. She asked me to come, so let me show up. <laughs> yeah. So um, I got there, and when when I think of alignment, I really feel like you and I and, you know, Basha and I were aligned from the beginning. Whether we recognize it at that moment or not, but in retrospect, I see the alignment of our lives together, our friendship, our business partnership that turned into a friendship, that turned into a relationship, that turned into love. We were aligned before we met. Yeah, absolutely. For so many different come reasons. Through, You think yes. about it. Well, I guess we need to go into the story and then we can come back because yeah, I think yeah. we're all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> but that particular night, I was at the bar. Uh, mm-hmm. She was at the bar as well. But I was kind of like focused um, and I was kind of an introvert in that particular time, too, and I was also processing my day. And so I was just focused looking at the TV, had my little drink, had my book beside me, and I didn't see anybody else. And I got, and I'd already been sitting down talking to another panelist. So he, the, me and the other panelist, he and I were talking and just chatting. And it was, a, it was like out of nowhere, everything just stopped for me. You're welcome. And I... Excuse something in my throat. Mm-hmm. I didn't get emotional. Yes, okay. <laughs> but like I, I remember standing up and looking around the room. And I literally like did a did a whole three sixty. Stood up, looked around the room, and I was like it was like I was looking for something but I didn't know what. 
And I remember when I did that whole circle and I everything, I, I turned because Bache was sitting to the right of me at the bar and I didn't know it until I turned all the way around. And everything stopped. And I looked down at the table and I immediately read the title of his book. And the title of his book was Dear Future Wife, A Man's Guide and a Woman's Reference to Healthy Relationships. And I was like, oh, well, well, that's an interesting title. And then I looked over and saw him and I was like, I said, tell me about your book or something like that. I was like, that's an interesting title. And then I found out he was a panelist as well. And we all started chatting. All three of us started chatting. And But I always tell Bache, like, before I even laid eyes on him, it was like something came upon me and my soul stood up. And when my soul stood up, I stood up. And I started looking around the room and my eyes landed on him. Yeah, that's what I do. Be quiet. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> no, but it was it was just it was just an, I didn't experience that the way that she did. Yeah. But to hear it, it was just like yeah, that's that's nothing but God right there. Yeah. And also, I think about when we got on the panel. That's when we move into when I noticed her. So she noticed me, noticed my spirit, or our spirits started talking before we started communicating. Yeah. We were on the panel, and she said something that stood out. And I was trying to be all cool, you know, and everything. So she said, it's okay to be thirsty, just don't be parched. And I kind of looked over and like, what? And, and the question that was being asked was, you know, how do you feel about this whole thirsty mentality? You know, women being labeled thirsty. And, you know, my response was like, it's okay to be thirsty, just don't be parched. And it led into a story that and something I experienced in childhood and my mother had told me. It's okay to be thirsty when you're dating, you know, because when you're thirsty, you get to choose, right? You get to choose what you drink. Do I want some water? Do I want Do I want some soda? You know, do I want a glass of wine? You get to choose. When you're parched, it's like you're just looking for anything to guzzle down. Yeah. So that was like the, the, the kind of definition behind that. And as women, we have to be careful what we're consuming when it comes to men. I think also it's okay to be thirsty for men as well because that's what chivalry is like, right? That's pursuit. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm if I'm really interested in someone, I don't play it too cool. Well, I missed the opportunity for us to connect. And I was talking about that as well. It's just like we call everything thirsty. Oh, you left a letter. Oh, you wrote a letter. Oh, you you sent her bought a DM. Me flowers, or yeah. you bought her flowers. Or you a, you a simp. You a, a you're sucker. Being thirsty, yeah, yeah, all that type of stuff. It's like yeah, I I, I want a wife. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm a little thirsty right now. But, I, again, I'm going to get the wife that I want mm-hmm. as opposed to just getting a wife because I want a wife. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you, finished, you said you noticed me and couldn't take your eyes off no, of me. No, yeah. still at that particular <laughs> point, I still I just thought what she said was very intriguing. Even though she was beautiful, I didn't look at her. I didn't see her. Um, the only thing I really saw is she, I think you had those Michael Jackson gloves on or not. Did Be quiet. I did not have Michael Jackson little, gloves on. The, the little scarf covering no, my I eyes, did not. something like that. <laughs> But no. I had a hat on that night. <laughs> but, but what was amazing, because prior to that, I said that I wanted my brand to shift. I wanted to take my brand to another level. And then we started talking after the panel to find out that she's a brand manager, brand expert. And I said, look at God. Look at God again. <laughs> right? Because this is what I wanted to do. So I got her card. All of them bought my book, which I thought it was dope. I got her card. And then I didn't respond to her right away because I still wasn't ready because I've had some some issues with people working my brand and not really trusting them so and also you know controlling part I wanted to do it myself even though I, I pray for help 
Um, what happened was she sent me a DM on LinkedIn. She was like the professional DM networking. Let me holler at you. Website. She said, you know what? <laughs> I saw. I remember you. I couldn't. I haven't been able to sleep since. Be quiet. The last time. Let me t- and I just really so we're gonna we're gonna deal in facts. What, I don't know what we're cologne gonna, you had on. We're gonna deal in facts because um, he's talking fake news right now. But I I went to research. Anybody that asks to work with me, I always go to check them out on LinkedIn. Right, it's a professional networking website. And you know how you follow up. And I just sent him a message. Great meeting you. Look forward to hearing from you. You know to get started. Let me know if you, I can answer any questions you have. And uh, that was it, y'all. That was it. Okay. And then well, he tried. He tried. Well, I'm gonna post. I'm gonna show. You know, I'm gonna read it verbatim. Please, please. But, but I think again, it, you did do it professionally. Yeah. And I didn't respond right away. Yeah. And then I ran into some other stuff where I like I missed an opportunity for something, and I just felt overwhelmed. And I said, you know what? Let me follow through. I pray for this. I ask for this. Here's an answer. And immediately, I signed with her. I don't know. It was like a Monday. I think it was like a Wednesday. She had me on a red carpet interviewing Taraji P. Henson with my book, about my book, about mental health on a red carpet. Well, I forgot which movie it was, but it was like instant success, instant payoff. Results. Results, yeah. All of that. From that, and from that point on, I knew I could trust her. And that was so important for me. You know, when you're giving somebody your brand, your baby, the, the thing that you built by yourself, and somebody says, let me... Let go. I got you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of it. Let me hold it. And, you know, not only did was he getting something, I feel like, from me, but I was in this space of joy because I was not only doing what I loved, but I was also, I also felt like I had something to work with. You know, he had a brand already. I was able to come in and kind of do a rebrand, um, but it, he, I had something to work with, and I was able to create. And in that creation, I was able to secure opportunities for him. Mm-hmm. And that just, I, that's where I got joy. So I felt like there was a, here's this thing. Not only am I serving someone, but also they're serving me. And it was like I got this renewed hope in my business and what I was capable of doing because of him. So to me, that was another kind of like space of alignment, yeah. you know? Yeah, and so many different things happen throughout that. We talk about alignment. We're going to break down a couple of different things. But also what I said was I wanted to I wanted to switch up my look. Like I was wearing my hat, um, my hat that was Bache he Williams. He was a mess, y'all. I, no, I wasn't a mess. I'm going to tell you what happened. Mess, y'all. I went viral, and nobody knew my name, and they wouldn't tag me. So I said, you know what, I'm going to wear my, my name on everything so everybody knows <laughs> who I am. And plus I was going through a, a, a hairline situation. Well, you know, we don't really want to let go yet. So I was wearing my hat to hide my hairline when I was in a recession. But it was all those different things. So I thought I was, you know, worth throwing a sports coat, some jeans, a shirt, and a hat. But she was like, nah, that's not it. So she hooked me up with a stylist. Yeah. Got him a stylist. stylist. It's so funny because I was at a a photo shoot, and it was a stylist at that photo shoot. And Bache was like, I need a stylist. And I was like. Wait a minute. So I met the, the gentleman, and a shout-out to Mark. And he just, I, I met with him, talked about Bache. He met Bache. He just came up with some amazing looks, and we started the rebrand. Yeah. And it just took off. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I think we were. he was on television at least three times a month, and it was huge because 
not only was he getting more exposure, I was getting more connections. And it was just a beautiful thing. And um, then I noticed he started to, like, invite me out to a lot of different things. No, so let, so here go the facts, y'all. So he said, hey, I'm going to this, and my friend is having this. Would you like to to come by or stop through? And I'm okay, all right, I'll come. And so I would, I would go to things that he'd invite me to, and I'd bring my friends. You know, it was all, you know, cool. And... I remember one night we went to somebody's cookout or something, and um, Doctor Wellington. Yeah, birthday. yeah, at his at his house, and shout out to Doctor Wellington. The rooftop. Yes. Situation. No, I think it was. That was, was the Fourth of July. Well, I, uh, one night we were somewhere. And we went to something, and one of my we, we were leaving, and my girlfriends were waiting for me, and we finished talking, and my girlfriends had got they got in the car, and they said, "Mm hmm." And I'm like, what? She was like, did did either of you realize that anybody else was in the room? You all were just standing there talking to each other the entire night. And I hadn't even thought about it, right? Like, it just, we were talking. It wasn't like we were talking about anything, but we were just talking about things, and we were engaged, and it was. I saw him as a friend. Yeah. And it was just like you're talking to this really good friend. And I just had a good time, and it's just like the time, it was like no time. Yeah. You know, so and that was happening like professionally and yeah. personally, but we still had our boundaries yeah. where we didn't cross and nobody expressed interest or anything for a while until Stay with me. Stay until with me. until I felt something. He invited me out another time. Yeah, I did. And, yeah. I invited you out, but I also I brought my what, girlfriend with me. What, again. Yeah, and I had my homegirl with me, so we was <laughs> homegirling. So anyway, so what happened was. We were hanging out late. We was on the rooftop, had a couple of drinks and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? We starting to kind of hang out, hang out. So I said to her, I said, you know, I'm I'm feeling you, but I want to establish these boundaries because I don't want to mess anything up. So although we're hanging out and it looks good, it feels good, I still want us to be professional, um, and I don't want to mess this up. And he was like, uh, would you go ahead? Here come our line. So after line. after he had leaned and was whispering all that uh, in my ear. Um, he can blame it on the alcohol. He leaned in whispering. I said, oh, you will never have to worry about me getting feelings confused with finances. Because I take my business very seriously. I'm not going to do anything to jeopardize my business, my brand, or anyone else's brand. Was that the same night so, you kissed me? No. Oh, okay. So... Because she kissed me first. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's going like five months ahead. So, it, so you know, that night... I, I knew there was some interest on his part, but I also, no, keep it real. There was no interest on your part? As far as what? Oh, okay. Because I wasn't getting convinced. I was not going to sacrifice. At that point in the game, I was not going to sit here and say, oh, I like you. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, I, the you money messed leg, up. You had your legs crossed towards me. <laughs> legs were shiny. They would cross me. Toes almost touched my ankle. Oh, my gosh. He's so big. I knew what was going on. He is so making stuff up right now. So, we have but a no, picture. but 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 the thing, the bottom line of it was that at that point, I just you know was like, yeah, I I didn't see him as anybody like that out, you know, ready for a relationship or and I, and we were so in the throes of working and yeah. him being really successful. I was like, ain't nobody messing this up, you know, and and so. You know, we, we, we continued business and continued to get him opportunities. And and um, the next time, was it 
we started having events for his book and all this other stuff. And then I remember we went to, he invited me to go to dinner or something, I believe. And no, we, I had, I was, I had a book signing and then we had the radio um, that same day. So I had, I was booked for a book signing and then you got me on the radio with the girl Key or something like that. I can't remember, TK. Babe. TK? I can't remember. We were down there. There was at, so uh, much stuff I got for you. Yeah, there was so much stuff I got for myself. <laughs> Please don't get it twisted. I was already popping. I know you like to talk oh like that, gosh. but I was already popping. Oh, my gosh. And we, yeah, and I got you a lot of business, too. So, anywho. You're welcome. Anyway, so um, we were we were out at dinner or something, I think. Oh, yeah, the book signed in D.C. now, I remember. So we were out at dinner, and um, we were talking, and and. You expressed interest at the table that night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did. And one of the things you said to me was like, oh, you need to heal. Yeah. You're not ready. Yeah. I didn't feel that way, but I respected what she said, and I just honored it. And so I said, okay, let me go explore what I need to, what she thought I need to heal. Like, let me go see what's happening on behind the scenes. And let me go see what's happening behind the scenes to make sure that I'm not portraying or I'm not giving off any type of energy or, you know, misconception about what's going on with me. Yeah. And so it was, it was good that she said that because it was a pause. It was like not yet. Um, it was no at the time, but it was kind of not yet because about an hour later, we in the movies and somebody is giving me a kiss. I, I hear, yeah, I, I got tipsy a little bit. It was uh, unprofessional. You just said, what you say earlier? You said, don't blame it on alcohol. And right? well, I'm just using what you do. And, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I did. I did lean over and kiss him. I, I um. That's the first time you had really. I it wasn't really. Said a, it that. wasn't really a lean over, but I'm not gonna put you out there like. That. <laughs> he likes to like embellish, but um, yeah, a, I kind of leaned over you know, and kissed a climb him. Climb on. I did not. It was a climb on the front row. I was sitting in the okay, front row. Okay, so like, please watching don't. The movie. Please don't. Please. So anyway, it was a, it was I, a, I gave, I did give him a kiss that night, and I think it was, you know, I felt he was so endearing, and and vulnerable, expressing how he felt, you know, at the table. I really, I thought that was really, really, because I never okay. had anybody really break it down that in that vulnerable way that you did, okay. and. He deserved a kiss. So I said, let me get a boo-boo a kiss. Well, she's going to say no, but no, but here's a kiss. So <laughs> and, and so, yeah, we, we yeah, I did kiss him that, that time. And, and then after that, we just kind of continued to work. Yeah, continued to work. Continued to work. Then we re-explored it. I think, I, I think you approached me. No, you, you came back. It was, um, oh, no, wait a minute. Yeah, you approached me, and I said, I'm not dating anyone until oh, after yeah. my birthday. yeah. And you said, well, I might not be around after your birthday. <laughs> and I said, if you're not around, you're not around. <laughs> yes. But it was, it was it, to, to back up a little bit about the alignment part and mm-hmm. about how we felt that so many things were aligned before that. Like one of our best friends, we call her our sister, Unika. I think we both, you met her before me, but yeah. she was like my good sister. And Shout she was out to Unika. pointing out stuff that I need to pay attention to see her. He's like, bro. She was like, bro, that's your wife. I was like, nah, that's not my wife. But what she did was wanted me to read read the four agreements. People that know me, I'm not an avid reader. I'm an avid writer. But she said, you got to read this. I was like, I ain't reading that. So I bought you the book. Bought me the book. Checked on it all the time. And I said, I'll read it one time. I'll read it one day. But what she did was she recorded each chapter and sent it to me. So while I was driving, I would hear her 
reading a chapter to me. From the book. From the book. Yeah. That's huge. I didn't even realize it. I didn't even recognize it. I was just thinking, you know, that's a brand manager. That's, that's part of her job. She's helping. She's all in. That's when Yanika was like, bro, nah, that's not, <laughs> that's not normal. <laughs> like, you're not paying attention. So that's something that was huge. Also, I think when we were dating, when, I, this is probably after we got engaged, right? I don't know. When we walked out the house. And you was like, oh, oh you're fast forwarding so much. Yeah, it's so it's so many different. But things. but I wanted him to get what was in that book because I knew it would empower him. So it was an honor to be able to read that for you and send it to you because I knew your time was always so tight. So, yeah. So thanks, Unika, for, for giving him some wisdom. <laughs> um, also, you think about even before when we said we were aligned before we met. We were supposed to be on a dating show. Oh, yes. Oh, I'll never forget. The on dating a, game or Yeah, something? the dating game. They were doing a reboot. They were doing a reboot. We were supposed to. I was being recruited to be one of the, the men that's supposed to choose the woman. Yeah. Uh, or get chosen, right? Mm-hmm. And then you were supposed to be that woman. That was that choosing I, the man. Yeah. And so we were supposed to be on that show. Well, did these the audition tapes, they reached out to us. Yeah, it was. And we had no idea. We no didn't idea. know each other. We both told the show no. Yeah. So, but we were slated to be trying to date each other on that show. That was so crazy because had I met him then, it would not be what it is now. Yeah, yeah. Because of the space that I was in. Me neither. You know, because I was single for four years before we met. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, I was in this place of that whole, you know, hey, if it happens, it happens, but I'm going to be deliberate about it. Uh, about creating what God has for me, helping, you know, asking God to give me what he has for me instead of what I want. So, I, you know, in doing that, and we're going to talk about that too on, yeah. a, on another podcast, but in doing that, he sent me my husband, and and I always tell, you, you know, Bashe that he's my overflow. Like I, What I was asking God for, I was like, yeah, but God gave me the overflow in him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after that, that um, part, you um you know he t- he turned me down and said he's not dating till after his birthday, yeah. and before he left to go on his birthday trip, he said, "Do you want to do dinner when I get back?" And I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." So, you want to tell it? No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So go ahead. I'm thinking, okay, he gets back what Monday? I was like, probably go to dinner, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever, about a weekend or whatever. I get a call and he's calling me from baggage claim. <laughs> like, um, uh, I'm I'm back from the trip. Um, I'm in baggage claim. Do you want to meet me at dinner? At um, I don't know where we went that night, but Maestro's. Maestro. He's like, oh, you want to meet me at dinner? And I'm like, uh, okay. And I actually was at my girlfriend's house in D.C. that night. So she knew. I, I did not know you so were no, calling God, me God from baggage you, claim. God, you, God told you to go to uh, <laughs> he Nikki's did. house. He did. So, so I was she, arriving in D.C. Yeah, so she actually dropped me off, and we ate dinner. And that night he asked permission to date me. And one thing I want to share with any woman that is listening. When a man asks permission to date you or you all have the dating conversation or whatever it is, do not hesitate to ask what that looks like. I think a lot of times as women, if a man is asking you to date him, you get so caught up in, oh, I got a boo, or he's asking me to to date, that you don't ask the hard questions. And I think when you ask the hard questions and communicate clearly, you know what the expectations are right then and there. So I said, when he asked permission to date me, I said, well, what does that look like? And I was like, is that, 
we're dating just each other. Are we dating other people? And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. He's trying to be cool, y'all. We're dating other people. You I wasn't be, trying to be cool. I was being yeah. real. And that was important why you. And let me tell you where real got him. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you. I was being real because it's so important for you to ask that, yeah. that question. It's also it's important for us to be in integrity, men, to say this is what it is. Yeah, And so absolutely. we're not. Because we cause more stress on ourselves trying to hide and yeah. flip and be dishonest and manipulate and all that type of stuff. Yeah. We can just be honest. No, I'm dating other people. Yeah. You can date other people, and we'll see how this goes. Yeah. So we started dating. and um, uh, Dating was fun. Yeah, it was. Dating was a lot of fun. I, 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 one thing I love about my husband is that in that phase, I never, I, to this day, I never had to wonder. I never had that question with him. So where is this relationship going? You know, I never had to initiate anything. He always was very clear. And so one night we were having dinner at his house and um, watch, I was watching a game or something and he just out the blue, what would you ask me? I said, are you still dating other people? And I'm like, no, you, you didn't say still. You just said, are you dating other people? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, isn't that what you said? Like you said, we were still dating other people. So that's what I'm doing. And he just had this look of disbelief on his face and he was like, I asked him the same question. I was like, aren't you dating other people? Or are you dating other people? He's like, I don't have time. <laughs> and and, and um, I was like, oh, well, okay. And the two days later, we had a photo shoot. Yeah. And after the photo shoot, uh, we went to lunch together. And you said to yeah, me. I, I said after she left, I couldn't sleep. So it was like. She dating other people. Yeah, <laughs> like let me not let me stop playing around. Let me not miss this blessing and say I want to be exclusive. What does it look like to be exclusive? Yeah. Well, I didn't say I don't want to be exclusive. Yeah. I said, what does it look like to be exclusive with you? Because I needed to know yeah. before pursuing that. And also, just like you had people in the in the, in the wind, I had people in the wind. Mm -hmm. So we needed to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And you said, I don't know. We have to. I, I, I forgot we, what you we, said. Let's fast and. And oh, pray about it, fast like and pray let's, about it. for for seven days and see what happens. And and she, I was kind of doing my own fast. Yeah, and my she own was like, thing. "Let's fast together." I called her in the morning. I was like, "So what we doing?" She already <laughs> two days in. So and and in that and I'm gonna be honest. In that time with God and fasting and praying, if this is someone I should be exclusive with, I still was like, "You're not ready," and I remember. Uh, we went to Atlanta. I got him on a... Well, uh, well let's, let's slow down. Okay, go ahead. Because you went on your fast, and, and, I, and, and I said, well, you were you you said it was for us, mm -hmm. but you started. And I said, you know what? <laughs> you do your own fast, I'm going to do my own fast, and then we're going to come together. Yeah. So. And we, we I got him on a show uh, on TV One in Atlanta. and um, She's going to keep announcing what she did. And, uh, you're welcome. And uh, we went to Atlanta, and we had a talk when we got there, and... At that time, I just didn't feel comfortable. I, I just said, you know, I don't feel you're ready. And it wasn't a no, it was just a not yet because we continued to date. And we came back um, from that trip and he, I think he did his fast and we continued to date. And then um, I think we came back together or something. We fasted to, together. Yeah. And you said because the, the questions that you had were answered oh, while yeah. I was in a training. I was coming out of a training, and this is typical for people in my field, men in my field. 
um, where we go into these conferences and it's maybe a uh, hundred people conference and it's three men. And I was explaining to her how frustrating it was for me to be in that space to sit small because I don't want to seem like, I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I'm doing while I'm there. Like I didn't want anybody in the conference. I didn't want to date anyone. I didn't want to feel like a threat. I just had to play small and it was so frustrating and I was expressing that to her and that kind of answered her question and she was asking me, um, and I was also talking about a family member, whatever. She was always talking about, you have a lot of women around you. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't it. It wasn't the conference thing. It was, um, if I can interject, babe, it was um, uh, one day I was at, I had to go to a meeting or something. I was en route, en route to the meeting and I had literally said, yeah, this is not the one. This is not who I'm supposed to be with and I'm going to have to. You know, like, just kind of ended and we'd be friends. And I was dead set on ending it because of, I felt like you did have all these different people in your life that were I'm women. trying to figure out what Well, what, you know, the, the, the conference, conference had nothing to do with it. This was, this is when you were, you were back from the conference. I was sitting outside of the conference when we had this conversation. I was sitting outside of the conference oh, frustrated. Hey. No, I was not. I was sitting outside of the conference frustrated because okay. I didn't go to lunch with them. And I just sat by myself, and we had the conversation. You know, I, I, okay, so I apologize for that. I'm attaching it to the actually what you told me as opposed to where you were. So, yeah, I'll take that back. You had the conference. But anyway, what he shared with me unsolicited in that conversation, because I prayed before I left to go to my meeting, God, if this is who's for me, let me know. If not, I'm ending this today. Like, I, I'm not moving forward with it. And literally unsolicited in this conversation he answered what my reservations were and after that i was like let's do it and and we came together and said hey we're going to be exclusive and then we both were like uh and i was like okay give me a week i gotta cash out on a couple things and clear a couple things up and it'll be us and he did the same thing and we became exclusive and became exclusive in december yeah got engaged in january yep you're skipping over something because after we became exclusive, that next week you asked me to go to therapy. Would oh, yeah. I like to go to couples counseling? Um, That's a whole and, episode. Yeah, that is. We'll, we'll, but but I have to interject it here because it was so powerful that no one, no man had ever asked me that, and I felt like it was a really, really great way for us to get to know one another on a deeper level because mm-hmm. we were already great friends. We're still a great friends, but to from for us going deeper in our relationship romantically, psychologically, emotionally, physically, all that. And we weren't physical. We did not have sex to our wedding too. night. So that's a whole other episode. But um, so we started couples counseling, and couples that was powerful for us. So and if you're I proposed, dating. I proposed in therapy. Yep. At um, the end of one of our sessions is yeah. when you he proposed. And then God woke me up and was like, August 1st. Yeah. August 1st. I didn't know what day it was. <laughs> Was it a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. whatever it was? I just woke up and I called her. I said, August 1st. That's the wedding day. she was like, wait, wait, what day is that? I was like, oh, I didn't even look. And it was a Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, met February 2019. Started dating September 2019. Got exclusive December 2019. Engaged, engaged January, January 2020. And married August 2020. And August 1st. August 1st, 2020. And... So many things occurred during that time span. And one last story we can kind of end with too, babe, is 
I was I lived about an hour away from him, and when we did you know got engaged, we're like you know what are we going to do? We're going to get a house. We're going to move here. What we're going to do? And um, we he was coming out of my my uh, my house one day. We were going to do something right, and our house now, and um. I saw my neighbor across the street, and I was like, hey, you know, I got engaged. I got to introduce you to my fiancé. And so he was like, oh, congratulations. And he came out, and, and, and Bache was coming down the driveway, and my neighbor saw him, and, like, all of a sudden— No, you said I got to introduce you to, to my, my fiancé, Bache. And he was like, Bache? And he said, and she said, I got you need to meet Byron. I said, I only know one Byron. And, and Byron was like, I only know one Bache. And, and they saw, saw each, each other. other. And like, Byron, Bache. <laughs> like, so they Byron. Hugged, yeah, that, all of that. Byron, like, growing up in New York, we used to, oh, my parents used to always send us down south. And then eventually my play cousins, they moved, well, they were in, in North Carolina. So I used to go down there every summer and spend time with my cousins. And that was my cousin's best friend. And so I used to see him. We used to hoop do all types of stuff, you know, kids, baseball, all like this growing up until maybe high school. Mm-hmm. Then I heard he moved here several years um, prior to that. We were supposed to connect one time. We didn't connect, and then I just totally forgot about it. And then to know that Byron is across the street. Yes, literally and, across the yeah. street. And we live on a cul-de-sac, yeah. so it's a very kind of tight-knit area. And I was like, yes, he has an automatic best friend across the street. Right. And that's my homie. That's and, my homie. And then eventually, it's a, it's a whole bunch of stuff because I hired his wife yes. to, to work for me and all this. Yes. Yeah, so the alignment is. God worked yeah. it all out. And we take trips with them. Um, we started a Bible study at one time with that we need to resume because yeah. we, we, we fell off from that. But like just to have that. Friendship and relationship across the street was so, so wonderful, especially with him moving, you know, an hour away from where he yeah. where he had been. And and it was, yeah, it was wonderful. And we got married during the pandemic. Yeah, in our cul-de-sac. In our cul-de-sac. We had a big tent. Shout out to Nikki, my one of my best friends. She planned our whole wedding. And it was my daughter Ava's idea to get married on the cul-de-sac. We put a big tent out there. And a two-day festival. Yeah, it wedding was... and brunch the next day, and then we flew out to Mexico. Yeah, and it's been alignment ever since. Yes. So yeah. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I th- I'm thankful for you, babe. I'm thankful for you too. Yeah, I am. And I thank God. I thank God yeah. to show us what alignment is. So yeah. this is when Give love aligns. Sugar. Give me sugar on that. <laughs> this is alignment. Yes, it's been a joy to talk about alignment today, right, babe? And and in love, and I hope you all got something from this. And as you know, we just as always want to thank you for be, being in alignment with us today. And we definitely want to stay connected with you. So follow us on IG at When Love Aligns TM. Feel free to DM us your topics, questions, thoughts about anything, maybe topics for future discussions. And if you want to get on our mailing list, visit us at WhenLoveAlliance.com. To hear more podcasts like When Love Aligns, check out AlivePodcastNetwork.com.